You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. I've got to get Marte more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just might get it. We want us some Marte. We're entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. Two full hours of the Marte Show starts, starts, starts right now. It's election day today, which is very exciting. And I don't know if you, I don't know if you've seen any of the commercials, but there's a lot of people that want to be mayor, and a lot of them think that the other ones are horrible at the job. <laughs> it's like all the ones who aren't mayor, like the current mayor, is the worst. And the one who is the mayor is like all these other people. They stink. Uh, well, not all of them, just mostly. This is mostly like the front runners. Anyway, please go out and vote today because, look, I'm going to be honest with you. If 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 Mayor Curry doesn't get 50 percent plus one vote or something like that, then we have to do all this again in a major runoff, which I don't. I mean, look, I know that that's the Democratic system that we've selected here in Jacksonville, uh, but I don't, you know, I don't, I just don't want to, I'd rather move on. Uh, 855-765-1045 is our number, by the way, 855-765-1045 is our number. There's a lot going on today. There's something going on with weed. Uh, there's a, uh, there's a, a new Twitter lawsuit. There's a lawsuit against Lori Laughlin and, um, and uh, what's her name? Uh, the, the woman whose name I always forget from. Uh, desperate housewives who paid for their kids to go to a college, you know, to uh, bribe their way into college. Uh, $500 billion or something. It's a class action lawsuit. I read that, uh, some lawyer, I mean, really, you gotta, you gotta hand it to these lawyers. They do not waste a minute, do they? They found all the people that didn't get into any of these colleges and universities and they routed a bunch of them up and they figured out what it would cost these people and lost revenue or lost opportunities or whatnot. And, and they filed a class, class action uh, lawsuit. So now they could be liable for millions and millions of, it's just ridiculous. Anyway, again, if your kid's too stupid to get into college on their own, don't pay for them to get in illegally because it's just going to, you know, it's not going to end up well uh, for anyone. And then also there's this interesting thing now because, you know, we, di- we didn't get a chance to talk about um this horrible thing that happened in New Zealand. Uh, I know you saw the news. I know you've heard about it, where it was the, the biggest mass murder in New Zealand's history. I think 50 people were killed in two different mosques. And this guy uh, FaceTimed or uh, I'm sorry, live streamed on Facebook the entire thing, which reminds me, by the way, we are live streaming on Facebook right now and on Twitch and on YouTube and on Periscope. Uh, and we've been making some massive upgrades and updates to all of those platforms, especially Twitch. If you're on our Twitch and we have, we have some really cool, uh, we have some really cool Twitch followers who are really active in helping us, sw- uh, you know, spread the word. But we've, we've started taking advantage of all the opportunities, uh, that Twitch allows us to get out to you and bring you information and involve you in the show. Because the more people we can involve in the show, the better it is for everyone. The better it is for me because it's the less work I have to do. And the better it is for you because you don't have to just sit around listening to what I think all the time you can uh, you can hear what other people are saying and interact with them like i said online on the air or uh, or both anywho so this horrible thing happened in new zealand and now they're instantly changing the gun laws that's what they said uh you know they said we're going to change the gun laws and people were actually in new zealand i guess in either in anticipation of the change in gun laws or just because they felt guilty or whatever people who were gun owners and there's a lot of there are a lot of hunters in new zealand a lot of the uh a lot of the island out there near near australia is 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 wooded and there's a lot of crazy animals that people like to go and hunt so uh, a lot of these hunters were taking their semi-automatic weapons and they were just immediately turning them in they weren't even waiting for the government to come and knock on their door and say, hello, give me your guns. Uh, they weren't waiting. They just they just immediately packed them up and they took them off and they and they and they turned them in and they said, look, we know this is coming. We know what's going to happen. So we're going to just get ahead of the curve. And and what happened over here, of course, was that people started blaming Donald Trump for the incident. Uh, people started blaming the Americans and white supremacists and neo-Nazis and things like that. And a lot of people started to bring up the debate about how safe do you feel when you go to church? How safe do you actually feel in your place of worship? Because let's be honest, the majority of the wars, the majority of the wars 
in the history of the world. I'm not just talking about World War One, World War Two, Vietnam. The majority of the wars are religious wars. They've been fought over religion. Uh, I think more people have been killed in the name of one religion or another or before what they believe or because of what they don't believe. You know, a lot of people, a lot of people, you know, in the Middle East, especially terrorism, ISIS, uh, Al Qaeda. These are all these are all religiously motivated terror organizations who kill and maim and and go to battle and destroy. And, you know, just are there. They're, they're I mean, they they just wake. They go to bed and they dream about killing people in the name of Allah and their God and whatever. It's kind of like Beto O'Rourke wrote in that story, how he dreams of killing kids with kid, with cars. But they do it differently. They do it with guns and, and bombs and things like that. Yesterday in the Netherlands, there was another suspected terror attack. Three people were, were shot on a tram, which is like a trolley for those of you that don't know. Don't know what a tram is. But my question is, you know, are, are, do you feel safe in your place of worship? Because let's be honest, every single religious sect is hated by some other religious sect, whether it's the Muslims who hate the Christians or the Muslims who hate the Jews or. Well, those are the big ones. But, uh, you know, every single every single religious sect is hated by some other group. And I know that a lot of people go to church every week and they think to themselves, Am I safe here? Am I targeted? My wife and I, we we recently, uh, you know, with the with the school shootings and everything else, we recently started sitting closer to the door, the closer to the to the exit door, not to the main door. You know, we we've kind of scoped it out and we think, all right, well, if the if the shooter comes through this door in the back, which is most likely because everyone would have their back to the shooter and it's right next to the road, then we want to be near the front and we also want to be near an exit door where we can escape quickly. All right, that's and plus we but we still want to see the priest and we want to know what's going on and then all right, and I don't want to miss out on communion. I don't I want to be first to communion because they run out of wine. So we've strategically placed ourselves in a section of the church where we A feel safe and B can still enjoy the service and the sermon and the, and the, and the free bread and wine. So that's what we've done. But uh, you know, uh, there's a lot of people that have started to carry weapons into church. There's a lot of people and we, and this is something that has come up because when you look at the mosque, you know, when you look at someone, let's say there's, let's say there's a hate crime against your, your religion, whatever it is. Let's say somebody goes into your church with a rifle, with a gun, you know, rat tat tat, pop pop pop, start shooting, starts shooting parishioners. What do you do? Do you know if there's anybody in your church that carries a weapon? Do you have a weapon on your person at church? If so, do you let it be known? Do you tell people, hey, come sit by me, I'll protect you if the stuff goes down? You know, if some if somebody wanders in off the street and they've got they've got a bone to pick with, I mean, and there could and it could be any reason. I'm not just saying it could be religious hatred. Maybe there's somebody in your church who stole money from somebody. Maybe it's just some crazed, you know, psychopath who wants to who who's looking for a death by cop opportunity or they want to become infamous like a lot of these shooters do. You know, maybe that's the situation. People carry guns to work. People carry guns to the grocery store. People have guns in their cars. Tons of them. Tons of guns everywhere. Do you have a gun in when in your pocket? Do you have a gun when you go to church? Do you have any kind of weapon whatsoever? And do you do you make sure that you are strategically placed so that you are in a position to help, uh, you know, or to to protect yourself or to take somebody out if something should happen? Uh, when you, and this is just and this is a big question. This is something that we were talking about just the other day. In fact, I've heard a lot about it uh, recently. Since this whole uh, horrible mosque shooting in in New Zealand, because because when you think about it, school shootings, that's definitely an issue. Workplace violence. Absolutely. We've had our fair share of that. But churches and houses of worship. I'm I'm going to be honest with you. I'm a little shocked that those aren't those aren't more uh, those aren't targeted more by hate groups and terrorists. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five. 1045 is the number. 855-765-1045. Hey, you want to try something cool? Pick up your cell phone and just dial star star 1045 and you'll get right through. Plus, you can leave me an open mic message too with the mobile app. This is the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. We'll be right back. This is the Mark K Show. Thank you so much for joining me. My name is Mark K. 855-765-1045 is our number or star star 1045 if you uh if you want to get in also we are um we're also streaming online every like everywhere 
or everywhere. You can't miss us. Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube. Um, and, of course, you can also, uh, you know, the other good thing you can do is you can also um, just uh, listen to the radio, <laughs> which is kind of old school. 855-765-1045. Somebody wrote on our Facebook page, please read more Beto. Uh, I love the sound of your voice when you read it, which was creepy because the subject matter yesterday. But you can go back and listen. We've recorded all of those, and we have a podcast, too. And I went back and I listened to it, and I scared my own kids. It, I was creeping myself out. I didn't even read the whole thing because it was so just, that guy is such a weirdo. And I don't know how we allow him to walk around. Uh, I don't feel so, like I'll be honest with you. If Beto O'Rourke walked into my church, I'd be scared just based on the stuff that he wrote. Um just based on the stuff that he wrote as a was psychedelic warlord back when he was a kid. Anyway, 855-765-1045. With all the violence and with this latest shooting in New Zealand, which left 50 people dead in two different mosques, which was, you know, uh, as far as we know now, religiously motivated, a lot of questions arise about how safe you feel in church. You go to a government building, there's, you know, you got, uh, you got, you got to walk through a metal detector. If you go through schools, a lot of times you have to, you have to, you know, you have security officers on site and you've got dogs and you've got, I guess, metal detectors in some of the schools, depending on how bad they are. You know, you go to the airport, you feel safe, but do you really feel safe at church? You don't walk through a metal detector. They're always saying we welcome everybody. What if somebody walks in who, you know, means you harm? Do you have means to protect yourself? Do you carry your concealed weapon into your place of worship? 855-765-1045. Or do you know for a fact that somebody else does? Because that's the other thing. If you know, like if you don't carry a gun, but you know somebody else does, you want the pew next to that person. That's all I'm saying. 855-765-1045. Nick from Fernandina Beach. Hey, Nick, how are you? Hey, uh, thank you for taking my call, man. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Nick, what do you want to say? Well, I was listening to your comment about being fought in the name of religions. Yeah. And bear in mind, actually, I'm raised a Catholic, but with, with that in mind about what you said, I can help wondering how many gods are out there. And with that again in mind, what if at the end of the day we were all wrong and uh, it's all about faith, and none of our gods really existed. You imagine how many people have died throughout history? Yeah. We yeah, no, mil- about this. No, millions and mil- I mean, look, and that's that's a very that's a very existential question. Yes, what if there is no God, and what if all of this is in vain, and what if all of these people were killed in the name of nothing? That being said, I still don't want to be killed while I'm worshiping a god that may or may not exist. I would rather live through it and then go to brunch. Uh, so, 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 you know, sit next to the dude with the gun, uh, and near the exit is, is my thought process. But that's a great, uh, that's a great question. 855-765-1045. Lee in Georgia. Hey, Lee, how are you? Hey, Mark. Love your show, man. Keep it up. Oh, thanks, man. I sure will, as, as long as they don't lock the door on me. What do you think? Uh, you're in Georgia, so, so I'm guessing uh, you must be all four guns in church, huh? Yes, sir. Well, you know, the thing is, Mark, is, you know, there's some of us that have to take a stand for the ones that don't. It's, right. it's kind of like the bullies in school. Mm-hmm. If somebody don't stand up for them, what, what's it worth? If somebody would have had... If they would have had a gun then in the Mars, maybe everybody would have lived. Or at least more of them. Yes, sir. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's the bottom line is everybody thinks guns are evil. It's, it's not the guns. It's, it's the people that use them. Well, it's, it's you know, and, and it and it bears back to uh, one of the one of the most vivid memories I have of uh, of of gun violence was, and thanks so much for your call, was at um, Virginia Tech when all you know there were all I mean that was like the worst college campus shooting ever, and it's because all of the kids were victims. I mean they were they were totally. They were totally the 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 uh, the ultimate explanation or um, or definition of victims. None of them were armed. None of them had weapons. They were lined up against the backboard, and they were basically just executed. I remember listening to Bortz back when Bortz was on before he retired, and he was you know he was going through it. He's like he this kid lined them up and just went bam, 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 and there was no way any of them could survive. And he said, "What if just one? What if just one of those kids had a gun?" What if just one of them in that classroom had a gun? How would the story have changed? And you have to think about that, like you said, with the mosque. What if there was a security guard 
at the mosque in New Zealand or the mosques? What if there were a security guard in your church? You know, we have police sitting outside our church. We don't have anyone in the church. Does every church have security? Does every church have like some kind of some kind of, uh, you know, a person standing guard, some kind of armed guard in case there's, you know, the, like like they say, the devil comes knocking at the door. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. We got to take another quick break. Uh, but with Chris, Mona, Thomas, Ty, Nick, everybody else who's trying to get through everyone who's leaving your open mic messages. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. This is the Marquee show on News 104.5 WOKV. You know, with this massive shooting at these two mosques in uh, New Zealand last week, a lot of people are asking, how safe are you at your religious place of worship? And can you carry your pistol there? Hey, Mark K, I have my Ruger on my side. She went with me on the dog walk just now. And now I'm going to Publix and the dollar store with her. I like that she calls her her. You're supposed to, guns are hers, cars are hers, that kind of thing, right? That's what you're supposed to do. Uh, so somebody, somebody wrote on um, somebody wrote on Facebook. Do you people name your guns? Does anyone else name that? Do you have a name for your gun? Like uh, I don't know, shooty or or bang bangers. I don't know. I don't even know what a good. I don't know, bullet? What would be a good name for a gun? 855-765-1045. Chris has been uh, waiting very patiently in Jacksonville. Chris, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. How are you? What do you want to say about people packing in church? Hey, Mark, thank you very much. I appreciate you taking my call today. Absolutely. Uh, I just want to let you know, this is a great topic. I was sitting in church on Sunday. Thank you the exact same thing you are. Uh, I had my back to the door and uh, a couple pews up, kind of in the middle. I, I, I'm in law enforcement, so I, I, I carry my gun wherever I go, and that's kind of the... Uh, the, the creed that, that law enforcement officers, uh, stay local, federal, you know, we, we carry off duty. We're, we're, we're always there to respond to something. So yeah. I tell you on, on behalf of the law enforcement community, we do, we do try to protect the, uh, the flock or congregation. Uh, but no, it's, it's definitely in the back of my mind that, you know, if uh, somebody walked in that door, you know, how we were, you know, how do we respond or, or, uh, you know, and all that. So I appreciate you at least bringing up the topic. No, thank you so much, and thanks for always being on duty. And I imagine as a police officer, that's the thing, too. Like, if people know you're a police officer, they're always going to be like, I'm going to sit by you. I have a good friend who's an FBI agent. And, you know, every now and then he'd come to uh, our kids were in school together, and he'd come to school, you know, right from work. And he'd have his he'd have his piece on his side. I'm like, hey, uh, I'm just going to hang out with you, buddy. I'm just going to sit right now. I'm just down next to you and your gun because I feel a lot safer. Uh, I feel a lot safer there. Nick on the north side. How are you, Nick? I'm doing good. How are you? Hey, great, man. What do you think about what do you think about packing pistols in the pews? Is that something that you do, or is that I, uh, something? Yes, sir. Honestly, yeah, man. Every everywhere I go, man, I always pack unless uh, not allowed, like at banks and stuff like that. But yeah, what I do is uh, I definitely and the best part about it is concealed. Nobody really knows. Maybe some close friends and maybe the pastor. I think I've, I've shared it with him. But you told uh, yeah, you, hold on. You told, you told the pastor that you had a gun. Yes, sir. I have told them that, hey, I, I carry, and I'll be the first one to try to protect the congregation or whoever I can. And uh, that's one of my, my things I'm thinking about. Like, think, I'd hate to be uh, sitting ducks, you know, and I'd rather be there to be able to protect whoever I can. Oh, that's great. That's great. Well, how did your pastor react? What did he say? Well, he was just like, at first he was kind of like, because they, they obviously don't want anybody taking a life. And that's what I was trying to explain to him is, only reason I'd ever pull that gun out ever is because we felt like our life was in danger, yeah. protecting our own life. And uh, a lot of pastors don't like that because they, they uh, want it to be like, hey, we don't take lives, only God takes lives or whatever that is. Right. But I'm going to tell you right now, if my family's right next to me, <laughs> I'm protecting me and my family. So, yeah. Hey, the Lord works in mysterious ways, man. I'm telling you, that's a, that, that's, that's a great point. Hey, thanks for calling. Anonymous in Jacksonville. How are you, Anonymous? Oh, not too bad, man. I appreciate you bringing that topic up. But yeah. uh, I carry everywhere I go, even in church. And there's a couple of us in church know that we carry. And I kind of sit where I can keep my eye on the door. Mm. I even carry at work, even though I shouldn't. But, hey, I got to do what I got to do. No, yeah, I understand that, too. And uh, does, now, does you, do the people in your church, you said a couple of you know that you guys are all carrying. Do you sit strategically? Do you have, like, a plan? Like, one of you sits at this door, one of you sits at that door? Well, one, one of the other guys, we do. Uh, we When we come in, we make sure we're both kind of sitting where we can see who's coming in. We sit in the back where we can see who's coming in the door. Mm. We don't have no kind of outside security yeah. patrol, but we do have some some of our ushers that do walk the parking lots here and there, but 
other than that, you know, we most definitely got to take care of what we worship. Yeah, I know that 100 percent. Hey, thanks so much for calling. We really appreciate it. You know, there's and, then, and you bring up a good point, too. There's there's ushers. There's volunteers who bring up the gifts. There's Sunday school volunteers. There's people who, you know, help distribute the, the, the body and the and the blood of Christ and all these There's people that pass the baskets around. What have you had a volunteer you know, protective militia to just kind of hang out in the parking lot or hang out by the doors. Uh, maybe you go to one mass and then you work the next one, and that uh, you know that keeps things that keeps things secure. Liz in Jacksonville, how you doing, Liz? Hey, I'm doing great. And actually, that uh, ties into what I was going to call about. Oh, Our yeah. church mm-hmm. does have security. Uh, they patrol the grounds. They're in little golf carts zipping around. We have people who are in the service. Uh, that are also, you know, known to be security. Mm-hmm. Our kids are behind secure locked doors, so you right. can't get into the kids section That's unless good. you are buzzed in. And then I myself carry in church. All right, so you got you're basically like, I mean, it's like Fort Knox where your church is. That's fantastic. You guys I have, feel safe uh, when I go there with my family. I imagine. And, that, and that's, you know, and that's one of the things you want people to do is you want them to feel safe. Otherwise, they're going to stop coming. If they stop coming, they're going to stop throwing money in the collection plate. And if they stop going and throwing money in the collection plate, well, it's tough to do God's work uh, when you're when you don't have any money. Star Star 1045 is our number or 855-765-1045. Stephanie in Fort Collins. How are you, Stephanie? I'm in Fort Caroline. Oh. I just wanted to let you know that when my son was on a mission trip, they told him he could not use for roofing a three-inch pocket knife. And they told him to put it away and not bring it again. Well, he made Eagle Scout, and a police officer friend of ours gave him a seatbelt extraction tool. We went over Wonderwood to church, so he brought it with him. They saw the sheath on his belt when he sat down and told him he had to give it to them or put it in the car. He called me in the middle of Sunday school and told me, Mom, I'm walking home. And I said, I don't think that's necessary. I'll leave too. And we never went back. So we started calling around to different churches. One church on Atlantic Boulevard in Atlantic Beach told us that we could not bring one in and that we would not feel welcome there. But we called around and found three churches that would allow us. Four of them had 17 members already carrying. And the other one had three ladies in church with me in Sunday school that carried. So um, they're there. If you call around, I don't want to drop my Second Amendment rights just because I walk in a door. No, hey, thank you. You don't want to drop your Second Amendment rights just to exercise your First Amendment rights. That's good. Exactly. Yeah, hey, thanks so much for the call. We really appreciate it. Uh, Seatbelt extraction tool. That's it. I don't know why you wouldn't be able to carry around a seatbelt extraction tool. Uh, This is Anonymous. Anonymous, are, are you a pastor? Yes, I'm actually a pastor in Jacksonville. Oh, wow. Awesome, awesome, Anonymous. Thanks so much. for So you must have some uh, insight on people who carry weapons in church. Yeah, um, a big thing to do, and a lot of people don't realize, is that a lot of times pastors can't give an answer uh, because they accept liability when they do that. So if I say, yes, you can carry a gun, and you shoot somebody, then the church can be held liable. I see. If if you don't, if I say you can't, then I don't provide security, then the church can also be held liable. So a lot of times what we'll say is the Second Amendment applies to all property. So if you can carry it legally, then you're legally allowed to carry it. Oh, that's interesting. That's pretty good. I would just say, I would just say, uh, you know, my, I'm sure my priest, if I asked him, he would just be like, just pray for the answer, my son. And then he'd walk, then he did, then he did a little cross and he'd whisk me on my way. But that, that's a great, uh, that's a great answer. Thanks so much for clearing that up too. And I imagine that as a pastor, I mean, that's the thing. People don't realize the pastor, he's the CEO of that church. And if there's a lawsuit, he's going to get, uh, he's going to get hauled up in front of a deposition and nobody wants that. Cindy, in, oh, Cindy, hang on for me one second. Cindy, Travis Ray, everybody else who's coming through. We got to take another quick break. This is fascinating. This is fascinating. I'm learning a lot. And, uh, and, and I appreciate you guys sharing your stories. You don't, and as you can tell, you don't have to give your name. You can be anonymous. Or if you've ever wanted a different name, if you're like, hey, you know what? Uh, my name's Rambo today. Then uh, you can just use the, we don't, we don't, we don't check your names. We don't check your names. We don't check your locate. We don't check anything. So we'll call you whatever the hell you want. Star Star 1045 or 855 765 1045. This is the Marcasia. More of your phone calls coming up next on News 104.5 WOKV. Hey, Mark K. I'm listening to your show this morning. We now have a police officer that is at our church every Sunday. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. But is he packing heat? That's what I want to know. Carrying a concealed weapon is like playing a game of cards. You 
you always wear your poker face and you never show your hand. That's a great comment. That's a great comment, except now I want to go to Best Bet. So... That's a bummer. Star 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 1045 is our number or 855-765-1045. Of course, with this horrible tra uh, tragedy in uh, in New, e New Zealand where 50 people were killed in a mosque shooting, two mosque shootings in the same day. Then uh, it was live streamed on Facebook, too, which is a whole topic for another day because Facebook and Twitter and all these. I mean, we live stream on all these platforms and it's so easy to do. It's so easy to do. It's so effective. You get a you get a huge audience. It spreads virally. I mean, we've got tons of people joining us every single day on Facebook, on Twitter, on on YouTube, on Twitch, which is our new hotness. We're so excited about it. And uh, and you know, it's so easy to do that. Yeah, you it it makes sense that every now and then somebody's going to use those powers for evil, and that's exactly what this guy did for 17 minutes. He streamed the carnage on Facebook, and uh, and they were powerless to stop it. Eight five five seven six five. 1045. But we're wondering, what do you do uh, when you go to church, when you go to, to pray to God or whoever you're praying to? How do you know that you're safe? Ray in Jacksonville, thanks for calling the Mark K Show. How's it going, Ray? Hey, good morning, Mark. Good morning. I want to let you and your listeners know that um, the church I attend realizes, and it's a large congregation, yeah. and we have guards at the door, etc. But I asked one of them one day, um, what are we going to do in the event of a terrorist attack? And he said, actually, it's going to probably come from inside. They'll already be a member. They will just stand up kind of like that major did down at uh, Fort Hood. He was part of the group, so to speak. And in our church, it's common knowledge. If you hear gunfire, duck, because several members are there and we'll take him out in a heartbeat. So, you, so your job, if you're not carrying and if you're not the shooter, is to just duck because somebody there will take it care does. of it and you don't want to get caught in a crossfire. Not just, not just somebody. Yeah, no, somebody's. I get it. I get it. Hey, thanks so much for calling. That's, you know what? And that's another excellent point that you bring up, too, is that if somebody were planning an attack, uh, would, would they just walk in off the street or would they be somebody who joins the congregation and goes there every week and becomes part of the entire uh, environment, becomes part of the congregation and part of the community at your church and then one day shows up and just starts blasting? Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Now in New Zealand, it was the former. It was a guy that showed up, you know, grabbed his uh, guns out of his car and went right in. But I guess maybe he knew, or he just assumed, or as 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 you know, fate would have it, nobody in that mosque was protected at all. There was no other gun carrying person in that mosque in those mosques other than the shooter. And that's when you really have a mass casualty event, as we've seen. 855-765-1045. This is uh, Cindy in Georgia. Hey, Cindy, how are you? Pretty good, and you? Great. What do you want to say? Well, at our church, most of us are either retired military or um, currently in the in the military. Okay. Our, we're law enforcement. Um, our church policy is don't ask, don't tell. Because our pastor is <laughs> not for guns. Right. And neither with some of our other members. So that way they don't know who's carrying, but they know that somebody is in there is carrying. We just don't say it. But over half of our congregation carries. Yeah, I would imagine that in a military church, whether it's uh, prior military or current military, you're going to you're going to run into a lot of that. And you would probably feel safe. And let's face it, even if no one was carrying, you probably have a couple martial arts experts in there that could, you know, rip the guy's throat out with their their pinky finger, the five finger death punch. You know, what was that? That was Kill Bill. That was a great movie. Travis in St. Mary's, how are you? Hey, doing fine. How about yourself? Mark? Doing great, Travis. Thanks for asking. What do you think about these guns in church? Do you carry? Do you know someone who does? Do you feel safe? <laughs> Everyone I know carries. Um, <laughs> what I was saying earlier, it's identical to what Cindy was saying. Uh, it's a no-ass-no-tell policy, for more or less. Yeah. But uh, if you kick your head on a swivel and look in most of these churches around here, you're going to see other usually middle-aged men on their heads on the swivel, and they're usually in the back, too. I carry my gun, Sarah McLaughlin, with me everywhere I go. And uh, we... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, sorry. We, you, I'm not going to let you get by that one. Your gun's name is Sarah McLaughlin. Yes, that's correct. That... Yes, that's correct. Beautiful gun. She, uh, she, goes, she goes with me everywhere. I don't show her off. Um, and uh, we ran into a conversation about six months ago at church. And uh, someone 
saw the print on my on my uh, shirt and said, you're, you're carrying. Said, yeah, you know, I carry everywhere. Everybody else said so. You would be surprised how many people do carry and don't say anything about it. All right, Travis. Uh, hey, thanks so much for the – Yeah, hey, listen. Thanks for the call. We appreciate it. <laughs> Sarah McLaughlin. <laughs> we send our best. Uh, star, star. <laughs> I'm from St. Mary's, Georgia. Everyone I know carries. Star, star, 951. A quick break. I'm sorry, star, star, 1045. Quick break. This is Mark K. Show on News 104.5 WOKV. What's up? Thanks for uh, thanks for coming on. Uh, you know, listening to the Marque Show. We we just had this guy call in from Georgia talking about guns in church and do you feel safe in your place of worship and how do you know that a, a crazed gunman isn't going to come in and just level the whole crowd? And a lot of people are packing heat in the pews, is what we found out. And he referenced his gun, his Glock, which he lovingly calls Sarah McLaughlin. <laughs> so it, of course, inspired us uh, to come up with a, uh, a bunch of other gun puns, and that's what we've been doing for, like, the last 10 minutes. For example, if you have a Beretta, you could name her Beretta James, which, you know, my grandfather would get that one. Uh, what's another one? What's another one? Oh, yeah. Uh, Chester Winchester Bennington from Lincoln Park. Remember, he died. He hung himself. No? Nothing? No? Okay, all right. Uh, Kate Mossberger. That's more, she doesn't sing anything, but she was a model. You better work. There you go. Um, and then, of course, my favorite, the other Josh came up with this one, Will Smith and Wesson, which, I mean, I mean, come on, that's perfect, right? <laughs> Although I should probably be playing Wild Wild West. 855-765-1045 is the number. 855-765-1045 is our number. This is Evelyn in Jacksonville. Evelyn, thanks for calling the Mark K Show. How are you? Oh, I'm okay. Um, I think we need to get back on a sober note on this subject and not make a joke of it. Oh, um, all right. All right. Well, let me turn the music down then. Yes, right. because yeah. you're, you're talking about where is people, why, where is our people's trust today? Why do they go to church? If they have no trust to protect, to, for God to protect them, then why are they going? And you can't depend on human beings to protect you. That is foolish. The Bible even says don't trust in man. So I'm pretty disillusioned with the church in general in the Western world today. Everybody has lost true trust in God, and they've become their own gods in a way. Mm. It's a sober subject, but I'm a little sad that you're making such a joke of it, and it's not funny. Okay. All right. Well, Thank you. No, I will, or is she? Oh, is she gone? Oh, wait. I... Why do people always? They never stick around for my retort. All right. Well, that is, you know, I understand that that uh, that you you should put your faith in God to protect you. But what if the people? What if the retired cops and military and good old boys with the guns in the church were put there by God to protect you? What if that's you know the Lord works in mysterious ways? God through man, He made us in our image. There's a bunch of it. Is she gone? By the way, Josh, can she can't hear me? Right? She's off the air. All right. Good. Keep the party going. Star Star 1045. 855-765-104. It's like when your parents walk in and you hear the record scratch. No, we're just studying. Yeah, okay. Uh, what do you think about packing uh, pistols in the pews? Before we get back to that, Rich Jones is here and he's dying to talk about the election tonight. Hi, Rich. How are you? That was good alliteration, by the way, packing pistols in the pews. Thanks. Hey, this, look, this is no laughing matter, all right? What's uh, what's going on tonight with the election? Do you have some special coverage you want to talk about? Yeah, we'll be here with uh, results starting at 7 o'clock. Uh, polls close at 7. And with the, the nuance with city elections is that actually we don't have to wait until 8 o'clock for the handful of counties in the panhandle to uh, have one more hour of voting for the state of Florida to begin to uh, release election results. We'll actually be able to get true, not just uh, early vote and um, um, uh, absentee and mail-in ballots uh, returns uh, by 7 o'clock. Oh, yeah. Duval County will actually see on election day what the results are looking like. That's because tonight. it's local. So, yeah, it's just local. Yeah, just Duval County, just supervisor of elections. Office. We don't know the, need those panhandle people. Any early, do we have like any exit polling going on right now? No, anything like that? No? You don't see a lot of exit polling on the local no. races. You know, a lot of that, uh, you know, 
costs a lot of money actually for an organization to put together like true exit polling. And I don't yeah. know if, I don't know what the value is on exit polling in local elections necessarily because it does it just gives you a small sample size. I can tell you turnout is thirteen and a half percent with absentee ballots that have been returned and um uh, with the early vote, and so that compares to, for example, 2015, the turnout in the first election overall was 34%. We're probably trending in the neighborhood of 25%. All right. Um, so I can tell you that. I can tell you that uh, Republicans are outpacing Democrats, but we don't know who they're voting for. It's just the party affiliation. All right, so explain to everyone once again how this works. If it's 50% plus one for any one candidate, there's no other election, but if it's not, there's a runoff. Yeah, only if you have more than two candidates in a race. So, for example, in the race for sheriff where Mike Williams is up against Tony Cummings, the person who is the top vote getter wins, wins that race because yeah. it's going to be 50 percent but in the one. mayoral race when we have everybody running you have multiple candidates so yeah. you have lenny curry and anna lopez brochet jimmy hill jimmy and, don't forget jimmy hill shout out to my jimmy Omega hill allen and there are two um write-in candidates as well whose names don't appear on the ballot but they oh. are true write-in candidates so let's say for example uh lenny curry incumbent mayor ends up at 49 percent and anna lopez brochet is at about 30 some odd percent and then jimmy hill is in the 10 to 12 percent however the Math worse. But if it's less than 50% plus one, we'll have a runoff. All right. If Mayor Curry is more than 50% of the vote tonight, then he is the winner. Go out and vote, y'all. And listen, it's 7 p.m. tonight's a special election coverage. Are you getting food for the crew? Of course. It's oh. not an election at WOKV if it doesn't catered, smell yeah. like Carabas. garlic. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Our friends at Carabas Bay Meadows. Right? I always walk in on Wednesday morning and go, oh, man, election night. That smells like election night. <laughs> uh, Rich Jones, everybody. Thanks, Rich. We appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Did you vote? Uh, I've been here since 4 o'clock in the morning. Early vote? All the vote later. Absentee vote? I'm a later voter. Okay. As I know. Star Star 1045 855 This is Daniel in Jacksonville. Daniel, hey, thanks for calling the Mark K Show. How are you? Hey, I'm doing great, Mark. I really love your show. Oh, thanks, man. It's just, inter- just interesting some of the statements that people make on, on your show. Um, <laughs> we just had a training event. Interesting is one word to, to use, yeah. We just had a uh, training event at our church. There's a company that, that comes out. They give you statistics. Uh, mm-hmm. If I remember right, there was 216 attacks at church, churches last year. Um, a lot of them are domestic violence. That uh, Wife's being counseled by the pastor. Yeah. husband shows up. But there's people killed. And for that previous lady to, to say that God's going to keep you from... Um, being protected, I think that's just a little naive. Yeah. Well, it's like, it's like um, the think, old joke of the man in the flood, and then he dies, and God says, I sent you two boats and a helicopter, right? I mean, that's yeah. God, God doesn't just lift you up on his hand. He works through man, and, yeah, that's, that's an interesting well, point that she had. Well, well, God gives us wisdom, and, and my wisdom is take a pistol in your pocket to the church and, and have a plan, because if you yeah. don't plan, they'll tell you you fall back on your training, and if you have no training, you're, you're going to be a, a deer in the headlights. Yeah, no, that's a great point. Hey, I pre- and I appreciate you calling, man. Thanks so much for listening, too. George in Jacksonville. What's up, George? Hey, just wanted to add two points. Um, first thing first, I am a Second Amendment supporter. Mm-hmm. I am not an exerciser, if that makes sense. But all of these church shootings have had me really thinking about getting my concealed carry permit. Got it. Um, the second thing, probably almost a half hour ago now, you had a caller on about uh, seatbelt cutters. Those oh, yeah. things are awesome. Yeah. I'm a first responder. I have one. My whole family has one. I encourage everyone to go out and get one because you never know when you're going to need it. And when you need it, you really need it. Yeah. All right. And no, that's a, that's I can't a great see point. why anyone doesn't. I mean, the way they're built, it's impossible to hurt someone with. It's impossible to use it as a weapon. So it, it's completely pointless why someone won't allow someone to carry one. So. All right. Thanks much. All right. Hey, thanks so much for calling, and we appreciate that, too. This is uh, Ray. Ray, passing through Georgia. What's up, Ray? What do you want to say? Good morning. Yeah, I, uh, folks who think we have no gun control, we have gun control. Be careful. Uh, in churches, we, we have safety and security teams at our church in Georgia. Um, oh, you have safety and security teams. Are those, uh, like, um, are those paid or are those a volunteer? Uh, those are volunteer, and wow. we, we make we mix in law enforcement who are illegal to carry, retired yeah. law enforcement who are illegal to carry. In, in in Georgia, and and I guess all over, for your church, in order for you to carry in your church, your church must say yes, you can carry, or no, you cannot carry. Interesting. One okay. or the other. And all of right. course, any liability comes with it. Comes with it. But we uh, we have our teams in place. We work it every Sunday. We rotate it. 
uh, are we armed? Uh, pop up and see. You know, you, 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 you don't you don't show your cards. I agree with the, with the other caller. Yeah. Right. No, they call it concealed carry for a reason. 855-765-1045. we got to take one more quick break. Uh, we got more of your phone calls, more of your open mic messages, more of your complaints coming up. And maybe we'll play some more Will Smith, too. This is the Marquee Show on News 104.5 WOKV. This is the Marquee Show. Star, star. 1045 is our number or 855-765-1045. Uh, thanks so much. Thanks so much for joining us today. We got a ton of people on Facebook just having a blast about this topic, too. And uh, and on Twitch as well, discussing guns in church. Do you carry? Do you uh, does your pastor know that you carry? Do other people know that you, you carry? Are you allowed to carry in church at all? Do you think it's ridiculous? Will God protect you? Robin and Yuli, how are you, Lee? Uh, hey, I just wanted to comment on a few things. But let me say a first, first thing, Mark. You know, your show is always so upbeat. I think that's why people love you, man, and, and love this show. You just come in with a good attitude, and I really appreciate that. You really get people's day starting off uh, on the right foot. Well, I appreciate but, um, I appreciate you saying that, Luke. Not everybody, but I appreciate that. I think the most of the most of the people do enjoy it. Uh, what else? What else? What do you want to say about these guns and things? Yeah, a couple things here. I want to say, uh, you know, the the woman you had earlier kind of lambasting you for making fun of this and that and talking about church and God protecting. Yeah. You know, she, she's ignorant in the sense that, you know, mankind has free will. And there's evil in this world. And if somebody's intent on killing anybody, whether it be in a church or being a school or being, you know, a mall or wherever, they're going to do it. You know, God's not going to magically just zap and eliminate off the earth every bad person intent on doing something. So she's really ignorant in that fact. But, uh, hey, as far as uh, concealed carry, yeah, I have I have a concealed carry. Uh, I do carry it to church. Uh, my pastor does not know. No one knows. Uh, I bring it uh, to church and to any other place that I actually go out into public uh, just for the safety of not only myself but other people. So uh, and I know a lot of other people at our church have have uh, weapons on them. We also have off-duty police officers there too. Yeah. Um, hey, Mark. I yeah. also, the last thing I want to say is uh, I have a suburban. Okay, I have a giant Trump 2020 sticker on. It's probably 24 inches wide uh-huh. by I'd say eight inches tall. Uh, I get a lot of thumbs up going down the road. Every so often, I'd get a bird shot at me or something, or somebody, you know. You know, basically flip me off or, or say something negative I can tell with the mouth. But I bought a giant, um, a giant concealed carry permit holder sticker. It's probably 16 inches by 16 <laughs> inches. I put it right above the Trump 2020. Yeah. Man, I get no problems whatsoever. <laughs> I get no road rage, no flip off birds. Everybody's very respectful to yeah. me going down the road. I encourage everybody to get a concealed carry permit holder. Uh, sticker for your uh, window. It stops all the riffraff. And that's all I got to say, Mark. Man, the great, solid advice, Robin. I really appreciate it. And I appreciate the props, too. Star Star 1045 855 765 1045 is the number. Luke in Clay County. Luke, thanks for calling the Marquee Show. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. How are you? Good. What do you want to say? Well, the lady a while ago talking about the God would protect us. She's not wrong in the overall grand scheme of things. It's up to us. We are incumbent. It's incumbent upon us to take care of our soul. We have free will. And it even says in the Bible in Luke 22, chapter you know, chapter 22, verse 36, you should sell your cloak and go buy a sword if you don't have one. Yeah. No, that's a, that's a great... Take it yourself. <laughs> Yeah, that's a great. God helps those who help themselves. Isn't that what he says? Uh, by the way, by the way, Josh came up with another uh, name for the other. Josh came up with another name for a gun. If you uh, if you don't have one, we had that guy calling and say that his gun was called Sarah McLaughlin. And Josh said, uh, how about Ronald Ray gun? Oh, <laughs> uh, thanks, Han Solo. Uh, this is Robert. Uh, Robert's driving through Daytona. Robert, thanks so much for calling the Marquee Show. How are you? I'm pretty good, Mark. How are you doing? Good. What do you want to say? Uh, I wanted to say that I'm, uh, I'm not a biblical scholar, but I'm pretty sure there were uh, apostles to Jesus with him at the end that were armed with swords, which would have been the weapon of the day. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't either. I mean, maybe you could carry a sword to church. Maybe that would deter some people. Mike and Palaka, what's up, man? How are you? Pretty good, man. Enjoy your show, Mark. Oh, thanks, uh, Mike. What I wanted to mention, what I wanted to mention this morning, you know, this act over in New Zealand was terrible. Was terrible. It was committed by an extreme leftist, and basically, he is uh, what he's done is causing us to be diverted from things going on right here in the United States. 
when we have presidential candidates running around talking about eliminating the electoral college, being 16 to vote, they want to pack the Supreme Court. You know, none of this stuff is being talked about, and these are the things that are important right here in the United States that we need to be on top of before the election. That's a great point that you bring up. And, in fact, uh, there's a new story about uh, Devin Nunez suing Twitter, which I want to get into here in just a minute, because one of the biggest problems that we have heading into 2020 and one of the things that's on everyone's radar is uh, not just, you know, the Second Amendment and the First Amendment and the voting age and that kind of thing, but the epidemic of fake news and what kind of uh, what kind of um, what kind of an effect will fake news and the fake news media have on the election in 2020 for either side? I'll tell you that story here in just a minute. We'll get some of your opinions on it as well. Star Star 104585565 This is the Mark Show. We'll be right back. Yeah. So Blake Bortles gets cut from the Jaguars and he gets signed to one of the two teams that are most likely to win the Super Bowl next year. <laughs> what is what are the odds of that? You know what? I'm glad he landed on. Uh, I'm glad he landed on his feet. Congratulations, Blake. Here's what's gonna happen. It's gonna be the Rams and the Jaguars in the Super Bowl, and Jared Goff's gonna get injured or something. Blake Bortles is gonna get come in and throw a touchdown against the Jaguars to win it all. He's going he's gonna to get a ring. I mean, it, 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 I guarantee that there will be a Rams Super Bowl in the next, what, four to five years? Blake Bortles will be on the. He's going to end up with a Super Bowl ring uh, when it's all said and when it's all said and done. So, yeah, you know what? That's how life goes. All right. Speaking of life, the election is uh, ramping up. We've got the big election today, the mayoral election, and of course, 2020. We know what's happening with that. We've got these new people jumping in every single day. We talked at at length, at nauseum, some might say, about Beto O'Rourke yesterday. And the and the disgusting things that he wrote when he was a teenager and the warped sense of, you know, just weirdness that he uh, he he had when he was um, hacking computers and going by the name psychedelic uh, warlord PW for short. So that, you know, that was yesterday. But today I want to talk about uh, something else going on with the fake news. And that is Representative uh, Devin Nunez from California. He filed a lawsuit, a two hundred and fifty million dollar lawsuit against Twitter. And against some of its users for bias against conservatives. And he was on Sean Hannity yesterday and he kind of explained what was going on with that. And here's a clip. What's happening is, is that is that Twitter becomes the gaslighting for all of the news. And when they're regulating us, they're regulating what people can see on my tweets, which they've done. And then they're they're proliferating out things that they agree with, with the algorithms that they develop. They need to come clean. Yeah, they need to come clean. So that's him talking on Sean Hannity saying, look, this is a problem. This is a problem. And these accounts, what what Twitter is doing is they're allowing him to be shadow banned. Uh, they are allowing people to criticize me openly and they are not doing anything about it. The, the interesting thing about Twitter is if you're a Demo if you're a Democrat and you, uh, you know, spew hate or target a conservative or attack their family or threaten them somehow or come up with what you think is a really funny joke, but other people are like, oh my God, you're the most demented person in the entire world. If you do that, then you basically get promoted and all of your tweets get retweeted and liked and you're seen and you're seen basically in in the entire, uh, you know, the, the, uh, Twitter sphere or whatever. But if you're a conservative and you say something like Donald Trump did not collude with Russia, you are shadow banned, which means your tweets don't get any traction. Your tweets don't get seen. They get suppressed by the algorithm. Uh, not only that, but you sometimes get banned. In fact, they banned so many conservative accounts. You may remember Milo Vente, what's his name? Milo Venmanopoulos, whatever, the guy, the, the, uh, and he disappeared off the face of the earth. Milo Yiannopoulos, that's what it was. Milo Yiannopoulos, in the time of the first election, was huge. He was this up-and-coming guy. He was this gay Republican. He was a blogger. He was all over the place, and he was a Twitter superstar. He was one of the... Uh, he was one of the ultra conservative Twitter superstars and they banned him. They they took his account away. They shut him down. He did a couple of, of, of you know, live events here and there. He was in the news for a while. He wrote a book. But I mean, have you heard of anything from Milo Yiannopoulos in the past two years since he was banned from Twitter? No. There's a bunch of other Republicans who either, A, have their accounts just taken away totally or are just, you know, you, they just disappear. You can't find them anymore. Their tweets get suppressed. You won't see them. They won't be shown to you because Twitter decides it's not part of their agenda. And they're not the only ones. Facebook has been accused of, uh, of the whole thing. But, but Devin Nunez says that Twitter is the worst. He said he was stung by uh, the New York Times writes he was stung by obscene and pointed criticism. Uh, Representative Devin Nunez has sued Twitter and three users for defamation, claiming the user smeared him and the platform allowed it to happen because of a political agenda. 
The complaint, which was filed in Henrico County Circuit Court in Virginia on Tuesday, seeks $250 million in damages. Uh, Though absorbing criticism comes with the territory for politicians, the complaint described the objectionable tweets from the three users as something that no human being should ever have to bear and suffer in their entire life. The other thing that he wants with this is he wants and the money is not necessarily the thing. The money's not the point. The money's always people always say, oh, he's just in it for money. Not really. The reason you sue for so much money is because you want people to learn a lesson. You want it to be damaging to the parties involved. The users that get, you know, if, if this if this case goes to court and if uh, if for whatever reason uh, Devin Nunez wins, the users go bankrupt. They're going to have all these legal fees. They get outed publicly as horrible people. All this kind of stuff. It ruins their lives. It's all about the lesson. No one's going to get paid $250 million. Twitter itself, they might have to write a big check, but they're going to be raked through the coals again. People are going to see them for what it, you know, what they truly are. And the biggest thing is, and this is what they don't want to happen. The biggest thing about this lawsuit is that Devin Nunez wants their algorithm made public. He wants their algorithm in the public record. And by filing a lawsuit, Twitter's algorithm becomes public record. Twitter's algorithm can become part of the court case. It can become evidence. It can be submitted as evidence. And the Twitter, you know, the engineers and the Twitter, what do you call it, hate speech coordinators and the people who are in charge of Twitter's community, blah, blah, bliggity, blah, whatever it is, you have to put them on the stand and then they're going to have to answer questions. And Twitter's whole uh, charade charade, whatever you want to call it, of being a an open forum for opinions of all kind is blown to smithereens. And that's what he's hoping for with this lawsuit by 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 forcing this lawsuit. And he won't settle. Don't think this is about a settlement. You won't. This is going to end up in court because his whole goal is to have people see Twitter for what it is. You know, that Twitter potentially uh, they were talking about banning Donald Trump, the president of the United States. They were talking about banning Donald Trump and a lot of people wanted them to do it. But they didn't because they said, quote, his tweets are newsworthy. Is <laughs> Also, there's nothing in his tweets that constitute any kind of hate speech. There's nothing in his tweets that constitute any kind of violation of the terms of service. And there's nothing in his tweets that's any worse than any of the things that these users that attacked Devin Nunez uh, were, were doing. Mr. Nunez singled out Liz Mayer, a Republican strategist, who said on Twitter that she would not comment on the lawsuit and two parody accounts, Devin Nunez's mom, which is, was suspended last year, and Devin Cow, which is still active. The complaint says Mrs. Mayer coordinated with the anonymous accounts on a vicious defamation campaign, but did not offer evidence she was behind them or communicated with them. The Devin Cow account, by the way, has 90,000 followers. And if you go on there, it's basically uh, it's basically an anti Devin Nunez account. People really people in California really hate the guy. Just FYI. Uh, somebody wrote, apparently, the Devin Nunez mom account is not his actual mother, nor is Devin Nunez's cow account written by his cow. Probably not even a cow at all. So this is going to happen. This is going to be the. And he also says this is not just one lawsuit. This is the first of many. This is people attacking the 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 fake news social media in the only way that they can by outing their whole system of their system of 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 censorship by by suing repeatedly over and over again by keeping them in court. You are then forcing these people to come out and testify and say, here's how we do it. Here's what happens. You're going to get whistleblowers, whether they like it or not. You're going to get people that have to testify under oath. Here's how we suppress conservative media. Here's how we compress uh, suppress conservative viewpoints. Here's the memos and the memorandum that were sent to us saying, hey, if you come across anything that says hashtag MAGA or hashtag Donald Trump is great or hashtag, uh, you know, Hillary Clinton is the devil. If you come across any of those here's what we do first of all send a warning to the account holder that they are in violation of the terms of service and they could be deleted second of all shadow ban them it happens every single day and it happens on every single social media network and Devin Nunez being the victim of a hostile one-sided attack because again you look at these people attacking him it's all one-sided it's all going to be anti-conservative. Those are the accounts that get to live on. Those are the accounts that get to thrive. Those are the accounts who have information that is shared and perpetuated and is promoted by the actual uh, by the actual platform itself. Twitter knows. Twitter knows that if they start to if they start to move up 
All I mean, look at that. Look at the trending. If you look at the trending topics, you know, right now, the trending topics, one of them is Electoral College. Elizabeth Warren calls for the end of the Electoral College during the CNN town hall debate. That's right up there. What's not up there is Devin Nunez and his lawsuit against Twitter. But I guarantee a lot of people are tweeting about that right now. Shouldn't that be in the uh, in the most trending topics? Star Star 1045 is the number. Star Star 1045 or 855-765-1045. Quick break. This is the Mark K Show. We'll be right back on News 104.5 WOKV. The Mark K Show. My name's Mark K, and it's Election Day. I don't even live in Duval County, but because I know Mark loves it so much, let's go, Jimmy Hill. <laughs> I think they, uh, Jimmy Hill people wrote me uh, yesterday. They were like, thank you so much for mentioning Jimmy Hill on the show so much. And I was like, I didn't say anything nice about the guy. And they're like, no, but you mentioned him. And that's all. That's more than anyone else will do. <laughs> so, so anyway, go. I may actually vote for Jimmy Hill just for kicks. Just to say that I did it. <laughs> just to say that I did it. Uh, star, star, 1045 is our number or 855-765-1045. As the elections ramp up, not the Duval County elections, but the actual uh, national elections for president um, in 2020. And as we start to really meet these candidates and figure out what's going on, start to figure out what's going on with people like Beto O'Rourke and and uh, and Bernie Sanders. And we're still waiting for we're still waiting for Joe Biden to jump into the ring, although most people think it's a done deal. Um, you know, and it, we're uh, we're talking about it, the fake news media and and what an effect they're going to have. I don't know if you know this, but the person who first coined the term fake news was Hillary Clinton. She used it before Donald Trump in a press conference and Donald Trump immediately switched it back on her and fake news became known as CNN and all these other, you know, online media outlets and these blogs and Twitter and, and Facebook. But the first person to ever use the term was Hillary Clinton when she was discussing, I believe she was discussing um when she called everyone a basket of deplorables, uh, you know, half your listener, half your uh, the country is a basket of deplorables. Um, and somebody reported something and she basically she came back and mentioned the fake news. But Donald Trump was the one that grabbed hold of it and twisted it around. And now we know what it is today. It's the it's the liberal media that, that creates all of these these fake news headlines and these and these fake um, and these fake storylines and these the, these fake dossiers and everything else. And they report it as if it's actually happening. And they use their opinion and their conjecture and their fiction as fact. And it has really distorted the line between real news and and what is, you know, just just basically propaganda. You know, it's like my son was one of the things he was learning in civics class was propaganda. There were different types of propaganda. And he asked me, he goes, Daddy, what's propaganda? So I turned on CNN and I said, just watch. And you can write a report about everything you see and you can turn it into your teacher. But that's exactly then that now, of course, as we head into the election is a major concern, not just for the Democrats, of course, but more so for the Republicans, because the fake news media is here's what they're doing now. Here's what Facebook and Twitter and everyone else is doing. They are in preparation for the election, suppressing even more conservative viewpoints, suppressing even more real news, suppressing even more fair and balanced news, suppressing even more Republican messaging, suppressing even more of that stuff because, and, and, and this is where it's twisted, in the name of keeping the news fair. They're basically and they're asking people to report. They're telling you you're not going to see these kinds of things in your stream. They're asking you what kind of things you're going to like. They're banning all kinds of websites. And they're doing this, they say, in preparation for the coming election. We want to make sure that you're only getting the real news. But ironically, in doing so, they're censoring the real news in place of those that match their viewpoints, that match their political doctrine. Ponavidra Patrick. Panavidra Patrick, hey, thanks so much for calling the uh, the Marque Show. What do you want to say about Devin Nunez attacking one of the largest purveyors of fake news, Twitter? I think you're 100% correct that a lawsuit would really flush out what's going on and shine a big light on it. I just hope they don't get a judge that dismisses it right away. Mm, well, then you get, yeah, that's a good point. Then you got to file another one and file somewhere else. And there, the good news is there's so much fake news out there. You could just file a new lawsuit every week. <laughs> there's these, oh, no, they threw that one. I'll file another one. Hey, and don't forget, I mean, he, this lawsuit is also against uh, specific users. So you could technically go after specific users one by one if they're harassing you, if they're using the platform for defamatory behavior and slander. I mean, there are limitations to free speech. There are limitations to what you can 
broadcast. Trust me, I've sat through so many seminars with our legal team. We got a bunch of Cox lawyers running around saying, hey, here's what you can say and here's what you can't say. And, and sometimes you learn the hard way. But we're well versed in what you can and cannot say. And a lot of what people are saying on social media, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, the comments on Instagram posts. I mean, if you said that to somebody's face, if you said that on radio or TV, you'd be sued and you'd lose. You're not you're not as you're not as anonymous on the Internet as you like to think you are. All right. Listen, we got to get out of here tomorrow. Whatever you want Wednesday tonight at seven o'clock special election day coverage with Rich Jones and family. And uh, stay tuned because the news and Rush Limbaugh is coming up next on News 104.5 WOKV. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.